from Jenny's Tattletales. And today we have the very lovely Claude Walters uh, from Canada uh, here with us. And she writes uh, a beautiful memoir called Suicide Kills. And why don't you show us the book? I love it. It's a beautiful, beautiful cover. And uh, the I like the idea of it kind of, you said, the, there's a kernel, kind of got death, but it really is kind of the seed that comes from that, that has, um, that makes it just so beautiful. I love that. Well, it, it, like I said, it's not, the Suicide Kills is, is of course, uh, uh, eye-catching, and, and, you know, when people read that, the first thing is like, yeah, duh, you know, so <laughs> it, it has that impact of, it makes you kind of think, but the, the book, I think, is more about the subtitle, which is Powerless to Powerful. And, and this is why I chose that, because even though here it's the, it, it may look as it's dying, it's not, it's hibernating. So I, I really wanted to represent nature and the seasons of nature, which correlates with the seasons of, of life as you grow you know, yeah. a lot of our, our stuff is in hibernation sometimes and, and, and it takes a while for our authentic self to, to, to evolve and to bloom sometimes. I love what you just said there, that it isn't death, it's hibernation. That's that's Absolutely. actually very, very beautiful because I think a lot of times people don't see, uh, you know, the that tomorrow is another day or to, you know, there's a, you know, it is a sleep right now. And maybe it's a, you know, especially with uh, circumstances, some, some of the circumstances out there, there's a lot of um, issues like this where it's kind of hard to see the light through the tunnel. So um, that's, that's a lovely way to put it, the hibernation. That's great. I think so. Yeah. I think, I, I think right now how we're, and, and mental health, unfortunately, is, is huge right now. And especially in the last 16 months, people have, even certain people that were close to the cliff are now really, really close to it because yeah. it, of this isolation. And But on the other side, you can watch that happen this way or you can say, well, evolution is progressive in isolation because you need to isolate yourself sometimes because we're so influenced by the con conditions of our environment sometimes that we don't take that step back for ourselves and take that time off for ourselves. So now we've almost been forced into a self-isolating self-reflection. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a good time. It, you can either wallow or you can decide that, well, okay, I'm going to take that time away from everything and everyone. And I'm going to finally take the time to give myself a little self-love and mm -hmm deepen my my relationship with myself I love that yeah that's very very what what inspires you what what inspires you in your life and I I mean obviously that your life has inspired the writing but how what what is it what inspires you in your life god oh I'm, I'm I, I call it whatever you want to call it I mean you know some people call it god some people call it entity some people call it you know, we all have that light. And to me, um, that presence, that, that wholesome presence, that, that's that seed within you, mm. that makes it that you're never alone. Mm -hmm. You never feel alone. And I think that's what inspires me because when you peel everything off, that spirit, you know, when you say what inspires you, well, inspires is in spirit. Mm -hmm. right that's what it kind yeah. of spells out to me 
And especially as an artist, a lot of times we'll be writing or we'll be creating music um, and we'll get lost in that trans-like state, which I call in spirit, because you're tapping into a whole different realm than what this reality is. You're tapping into very different um, layers of this life that not everyone has access to. Yeah. But as an artist, you must tap into that depth in order to really bring something of value out so that others can relate to it and connect to it. Yeah, so, I like that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this project? Because you did, um, you did say that you've set it to music and um, I mean, it sounds like, and it's kind of more like a theater production and, you know, all these different things. And I find that really interesting because I haven't heard that approach before. So why don't you give us a, a little, um, I know that you probably, this is the, I try to do questions that aren't like what everybody else does, but this is one of those questions because you have to, you, you, you want to know what people's thought process was in, in everything. So tell us a little bit about this whole book, your book and everything. Well, I've, I've always wanted to be an author. I've uh, wanted to be an author since I was knee high to a grasshopper. Um, but I'm also a musician and an artist and a singer. And so I, I think I went naturally towards singing and songwriting because it was like a natural gift, that, that God-given gift. An author was more of a scary dream that I carried my whole life through. And I knew that if I did it and I didn't do a good job, then that dream would disappear. And it, it was such a big, huge one for me that I really wanted the first one to be something uh, special. Yeah. So I kind of used a little bit of my musicality as a crutch, to be honest, in, in this. So I wanted, I said, I've never really, and this was inspired by Disney books that I had when I was a very young little girl. You remember those little books? I don't know. A little gold leaf on the side? You remember? And then, oh, of course I remember. 45, and then you'd open yes. the book. And then yeah. every time on, on the 45, you'd, you'd hear like, ding, yeah. you knew to turn the page, right? Exactly. I, I, one of the ways that I learned to read, it was, I, I, I was just talking about those the other day too, the gold leaf little things. Yes, that's right. beautiful. So I, I kind of thought of that and I thought, I love movies and I love the way music plays such a big role in all of the different scenes and it takes you on a journey. And I thought, how can I recreate the same kind of thing for people when they're reading a book yeah so I thought okay well what if I you know what if I write an album that matches the book and uh, instead of course of putting the physical uh, you know in the book you'd have like access to it and then you could read a chapter listen to the song and and feel um, a deeper connection to the actual material that you're reading yeah so that's how it kind of happened and then at that at, as I was, you know, pondering on that, I thought, well, the, the memoir, it's a, it's a memoir, definitely a memoir, but it also has three sections per chapter. The first section is about the story, and it's written a bit like a diary. So they're very different chapters, very different experiences. So it's not one story. It's multitudes of little toxic stories <laughs> in a way um but it, they're they're dark in a sense but they're 
they're real. They're, it happens to people every day. So I wanted to be authentic and I didn't want to lie about it and I didn't want to sugarcoat it. So each chapter has the story so that you can connect as the reader if it's something that you've lived through. Then the second part of the chapter is lessons learned. So it's, it's that moment where I take a step back from, from that story and go, okay, well, this is what it taught me and this is what it taught me and, and this is how I transcended that. And then at the end, you have sort of tools that I use to actually get myself out of that funk. Oh, wow. So it's kind of a, it's a really cool way of, of presenting something. So it's sort of a book that you're going to stick to your, next to your bed. And you're, you're going to kind of like, you know, when you're going through something that's mentioned in there, you're going to go in and you're going to go, okay, well, you know, what did she do? How did she do it? And, and once I finished writing the book I thought well the exercises and the tools are not deep enough for me I, I want to give them more so I then I created the whole online course that actually takes you through you know the the journaling and the the different tools and it has all the the beautiful journals that I created and so I wanted that whole experience I wanted somebody to take it work it and really have a movement an evolution of their own self at the end of it oh. so that they could really experience an aha moment but for themselves you know so I see this book as a, and the whole project as, as a bit of a lighthouse for all those out in the storm oh I love so that kind of something that you can focus on it can bring you home well, I think that's a really innovative way to do it too when you bring music into it as well that's 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 fascinating. I've never seen that. Never, I have never seen that either. And that's a really I see Disney. <laughs> yeah, it's Disney. That's it. It's, they are so good for so many things. <laughs> and music really is such a, I mean, it's a personal thing. And sometimes, you know, like when I am speaking with people, I often get tongue tied and, and those kinds of things. But when I write everything down, it's just a, a better avenue for me. And I would imagine with through music you get to do that not only through the words, but you also get to do it through the music that you um, you design and create. So that's that's amazing. It, it, and it was really different because usually what my whole life, I've been writing for 20 years now on music and it's always been a, um, you know, a two o'clock in the morning thing, waking up from a dream and, and the whole song was there. Yeah. I purposely, straight away from that for this book and actually um, used a whole different way of, of writing and I used imagery so I went on Pinterest and I picked images that I felt connected to the content that I was uh, talking about I used those images and wrote the lyrics and then I found the music afterwards so it was a completely different I really wanted to be out of my comfort zone I wanted this to be innovative in every single, you know, layer of it. So I think at the end, it, it completely created something very different than what I'm used to doing. Oh, very special. Yeah, yeah. I that's a great, that's really wonderful. Um, you said that you have uh, been a writer for 20 years. Is that right? Uh, yes. What other, what other books, so this, is this your first uh, biography or first memoir that you've written or is, what, what do you typically write? Uh, I, I basically, my whole life, I've been a songwriter. 
so poetry, songwriting is very similar and, and it's what I've always wrote. But a few years back, I, I, uh, I also have had a parallel, a weird parallel career in finance. Oh, <laughs> I was that was not, uh, that's a direction I did not think you were going to go. I was that your mind was very business oriented. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, I, my, I've had a parallel career in artistry and finance at the exact same time. I've had as much time on this side and this side. So I'm not your typical artist, you know, the, the, I'm very business oriented and very finance oriented. So um, I wrote a financial book called Credit 101. Oh, okay. Which is again, was again a, a very in-depth book about helping people manage their money, understand their relationship with money, uh, understand what, um, I'm very big on um, understanding your relationship, your spiritual relationship with things. So sometimes, like in the book, I, I say a lot of people cut themselves off of money coming to them because of their negative thought pattern or their limiting mindset about money and what it means to them or what their experience has been with that. So I think that limitless mindset is a big chapter in my new book. And it's, uh, it, it gravitates in all areas of your life, the yeah. way that you, your mind is set. So if you begin with a limitless kind of approach to life, then nothing, nothing is fearful to you. Nothing holds you back. Yeah. You know, you know I, go after everything you want. I actually uh, was, I don't remember what, uh, it was some kind of a conference that I had attended and they had said something similar to what you just said in, and that, uh, that money comes to you in all kinds of different ways. And, and one of the ways to do it is to respect it. And uh, so it had said something about, um, you should never just throw your money in your purse. You should never just throw your coins down at the bottom. You should make sure that they're all facing the same direction and they're in their different compartments and they're just, and it's respected. And I always thought that was so interesting. And funny enough, I started doing it just because I just did it and now it's habits. <laughs> but I always, but I understand what you're saying there because, uh, you know, things are subliminal, you know, not just with money, but with just almost anything good, that law of attraction kind of deal. Um, Absolutely. I, I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. You know, think and grow rich. Uh, it's, it's, it's sad that the, the title kind of um, connotates more of money for people, but when thinking grow rich is rich in relationships, rich in finances, rich in food, rich in health, it's richness and abundance is, is not about just money. It's a, it's, it's a whole different way of thinking. Yeah. And I have always been a, a big believer in that and I still am I, I, I do vision boards that I'm going to show you something that probably is going to freak you out but <laughs> see this is my vision board oh look at that I love that and I've already accomplished a whole bunch of different things but it's all in that principle of you know where your mind goes the rest follows and so having it be there careful be careful what you give time to yeah i always tell people if you're negative and you're constantly wallowing in it and i talk about that in the book in regards to 
when people you know have cancer or are raped or are um, lose someone there's groups in the world for all of those things and i've never believed in that because you go there and you wallow in that storyline over and over and over again mm -hmm. and all that does is keeps you grounded in that story Instead, what I teach and what I say is learn that story, learn from it, learn the lessons from it, take that, move on, move forward. You know, yeah. you are not that story, you're multitudes of stories. So don't let one story be your story. Right. Yeah. You know? And I also like where you have your location of your board there. Uh, it's it's oh, right over your desk where you can see it. <laughs> well, then that's the idea with the vision boards. I actually, before I moved to Washington, I have vision boards too. Well, probably should start doing it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm, moved, yeah. Move, everything is packed up. I, I'm creating a, a, a course, actually. Um, and that's my next thing is that I'm going to create a course. Uh, I, I have all the videos done and I'm looking for beta testers and to do it together. But I think it's it's a huge, huge thing that I want to encourage people to do. Yeah. Because no matter how dark it gets on the outside, if you keep the inside clean and happy and joyful and light, that takes you everywhere. Because you can't control anything here. Mm -hmm. What you can control is how you see it, how you go through it, how you talk yourself into it. So, I mean, it's... And it's unfortunate because a lot of people don't teach that. It's yeah. not taught in our schools. If we, if we could teach our little kids, you know, that visualization impact and, and the way to, to, to see life and to build your life, to create the life that you want from very, very young, you know, instead of teaching them to, to I don't know, crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, why not teach them to, to dream and to, to discover what their element is, to discover what they're passionate about, and then throw them into that, into that way. It's funny, uh, when I, I, I'm older, I think, than both of you, but uh, when, uh, back in my day, <laughs> back in my day, we had home ec classes, and we had yes. uh, exploring, uh, exploring childbirth, or exploring childhood, or exploring, you know, we had all those classes where right. I think that was still kind of cultivated and talked about, and, um, you know, we talked about suicide in our classrooms and stuff, because it was a real issue for children and teenagers and things like that, so we had life skills being taught to us when I was in high school and middle school. Um, I don't think that they have those classes anymore. I don't think they teach you how to cook. I don't think they teach no. you how to sew anymore. I don't think they teach you life skills um, you know, I, I, I was just in a wedding and nobody knew how to sew and we had an issue with the, one of the dresses and nobody knew how to sew. I, I, so it was, it's interesting, the things that we have chosen to take out of our education process and the things we put in. So I, I agree with that. I think that's absolutely true. I think the unfortunate thing is that the government have taken to, and I won't get into that political stuff, but I think the government has taken over um, our school system in creating slave-like workers instead of critical independent minds. That's my opinion. And I mean, I don't- no, I, I agree with that because people but are not encouraged to think. They're encouraged to follow the rules, learn how to follow. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a, you know, 
a high school diploma and that's about it. And I hated school and it, it was just such a, a restrictive limiting environment for me. And in the last 10, 15 years, I've learned more Mm-hmm. Just by having access to a computer and Google and <laughs> like just taking courses that I was passionate about. And all of a sudden, I have all these different things that I'm doing that I never thought possible. And again, it's, it's about finding what you love and what you're, you, brings you joy. Because yeah. when you're doing that, you'll never have to work a day in your life. Yeah. yeah. It'll of- always be about evolution and discovery, which yeah. is... life should be about right I love that I love that I love that uh let's see how about uh, what is um what or finish this sentence for me my life would be absolutely complete if oh wow yikes (laughs) we're going deep (laughs) (laughs) because there's not one one thing there's so many things um Jesus, I, I, I really, it's, you see, my life is so full that I don't feel an incompleteness. So it's very, that's a great answer. It's hard for me to answer that, to be honest. You just did. You answered it. (laughs) I'm I'm happy. (laughs) So, um, in terms of the, the book that you've written and, uh, and you know, now we're finding ourselves in some really trying times and, you know, suicide rates are very, very high. Um, you know, domestic violence is very high. There's, there is a lot of um, just, I don't know, mental health issues, I think, that are going on with the closures and stuff like that. What kind of advice would you give in this COVID-driven kind of world right now um, in terms of, you know, you're in Canada, you guys are, are still shut down. What, you know, how, how, what's your tips for getting through something like that and staying light and trying to find that hope? Mindset. It's all about mindset. It's, it's about how you, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm. So if, if I look at this isolation and look at all the things I can't do, that's one mindset. It's one way of looking at things, but then I can look at okay, well, it's giving me a chance to go inwards. It's giving me a chance to have an excuse not to see (laughs) the way. I mean, you know, it's like we we are such people that we love people. We love connecting. We love hugging. We love touching. And it's so hard for us as human beings, especially women, to not put everybody else's needs first. Well, if, if, Today, I can't go to you. I can't go to this person. I can't go to that person. So in a way, the universe is telling you to go inward Mm. and to build that up. So I would say to people, stop looking at what you can't do right now. All the things that are, you know, that you can't do and look at the things that you actually can't. You have a lot of time right now on your hands. So educate yourself. Go online and find courses that motivate you. Get a new career. Maybe it's time for you to switch careers and do something you finally love. Maybe this is the moment where you realize that the mighty buck is not your, you know, it's not what you should be aiming for. Yeah. 
maybe you should be aiming for finding your true joy and true passion in life. And then money will come because you'll be so passionate about it that it'll, it'll attract itself. Yeah. And if you are in a, in a mental state where everything's dark, I've been there. I've been there many times. I'm there every day. Like I, I struggle with mental health every day, but it's a choice. You know, when I look at fear, I always tell people, understand what fear spells. It's false evidence appearing real. Mm. That's what fear is. It's not real. It's, it's, it's made up in your mind. So if you can make up in your mind that, you know, you can be fearful of this and you can be fearful of that. Well, your mind can also go the other way. Mm -hmm. You can embrace this and you can embrace that. So it's all in the way that you look at things. So if, if right now life, and, and it, I mean, it, it's easy for me to say in, in certain occasions, but if you read my book, you'll understand that I've been through a lot. Mm -hmm. And I've been through probably a lot of the things that people are going through right now. And the only way that I was able to grow and actually have joy and light in my heart and, and not succumb to a very dark place is two things. My belief in a greater essence than me that created me, that lives within me, that is with me that teaches me guides me and to believe in that seed that's one thing to have faith in things and in, in, in myself and the second one is is mindset is is making a, a conscious choice every day to be a certain way yeah whether you like it or not whether you're you think you're being authentic or not there's many times where i wake up and i feel like I just want to crawl back into bed. <laughs> <laughs> my weighted blanket over my head and stay there for two days. I go to see the one. I don't want to talk to anybody. But then I, you know, I tip my toe on on the, the thing and I said, okay, I'm gonna laugh and, I, and then I'll put some music on. You know, I'll put staying alive and I'll, and I'll you know, <laughs> Great. You know, or I will survive. Remember that song? I will yes, survive. Absolutely. I'll put stuff like that. It'll make me laugh and make me smile. Even if I have to spend, you know, spend an hour watching kitten videos on YouTube, just to, just to get it out of my system. Yeah. And then I'm ready to move on. So, but I do know though, that there are certain people that are also addicted to that sorrow. Yeah. They're addicted to that story. Mm -hmm. And they identify that that story so much and they victimize themselves so much that they embrace that victim mindset mm -hmm. and the only thing that that does is keep you grounded in that yeah and i think some people are not willing to get out of there yeah well you, so. you have to be willing to change yeah if you're now willing, yes. nothing is going to change no, no. Change no. Anything yeah. for you no I, I keep telling people you know, don't read this book if 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 you're looking for you know that poor me thing it's it's, yeah. not, it's not that book yeah the book is about you know the kick in the butt and the you know i can do this the little train that could and yeah. coming up the road and, and, and it's that constant i'm not your friend if you're like if you want to wallow i'm not the girl you call yeah because i'm not i'm not the person who's gonna go oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> let me climb down in that that with you <laughs> yeah I, I'm the girl you call when you know you, you're, you're really on the, the, the edge of the cliff 
and you're really like, you're out of steam and you just want somebody to just like pump you up. Like that coach of that football coach that, that, you know, that little speech he gives you right before you, you know, step foot on that ground. Yeah. I'm that person. That's raw, true. raw, raw all the way. Because I, I think life deserves, we only get one yeah. uh, as far as I know. <laughs> right. And I, I think, I think it's worth exploring it to its fullest and and we're such, we forget that we are what we are. Like I've read a wonderful book that I suggest you guys read from Og Mandino. It's called um, The Greatest Miracle. Greatest and it is absolutely fantastic. And it's like, if you get it in audio form, it's even more passionate because it's like God's voice. Oh. And it, and it tells you all about who you are as a human being, you know, all the things that you can see with your eyes and all the things you can hear and all the things you can feel. And, and it's, it's sort of a member memorandum. Oh. So it's, it's a beautiful spiel about what it is to be a human being. And you cannot be not moved after listening to that because it's sort of a mantra that, that tells you, that fills you with gratitude. And all of a sudden you start bawling because you're like, I forgot, I forgot the, the power of what I am. I forgot. And I think sometimes people that wallow into that depression, they forget, they forget how powerful they are. Yeah. And that's why I named the book Powerless to Powerful. Because yeah. People back to that power. Yeah. Wow. I just love that. I love that. We, I think we need more people like you in, in your corner rather than the wallower. We need, we, <laughs> we need more of the cheerleader, right? We need more of the, or, or I've been maybe climbing down in the hole with you to help you because you know the way out, you know, as opposed to just staying down in the hole. So that's well, really it just, it just, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I like to go places. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, so I guess my last question would be, what would you most like to say to the readers and listeners out there? Well, um, it's funny because as I took down my, my book and I, uh, as I took down my vision board, this stuck to me and it's, it's funny because I think that's what I want to say. Know better, do better, be better. Oh, that's, that's what I want to tell them. Know better, do better, be better. And um, to all of your listeners today as a gift, um, and I'm sure you can put them in contact. I'll give you an, an email that they can email me to. And if they're interested, I will send them to a landing page for free and they can get a copy of the book, get a PDF version, they can get access to the course and they can get the, um, the album that goes with the book so that they can have the experience. And if they're willing to do the work, then they will know better do better. Ah, do better. That was yeah, perfect. I'm actually going to do it. Yeah, I think yeah. that's really, really cool. So we have the time to do it now, right? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. Oh, excuses. So Andrea is going to post uh, in the in the notes below. She's going to post the links to um, all of these things that Claude has talked about, and um, and the links to her book and everything she just said there. So. Uh, look, look for that down in the description. And I guess really, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here with us today. This has been, it's been really, you know, I have to, I'm going to admit when I saw the title, I was like, okay, so we're going to have to try to put like kind of a little bit of a positive spin on this. 
but you don't need to put a positive spin on it. You 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 hit it you hit it head on, which I really love and appreciate. So um, that was great. I, I think that was really really wonderful. And if you would like to know more about Claude, her uh, website is ClaudeWalters.ca. Uh, ca. Uh, that's her website, and we will have links to her website, links to uh, her book, links to all of the all of these great things. And really, honestly, thank you so much for coming on with us today. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. And I really hope that your audience enjoys it. Uh, I'm, I'm super happy. And uh, I hope that it helps. If it helps one person out there, then I will have you mm. know, done what I set out to do. Yeah. That's thank you for having me. And thank you for letting me talk about it. Oh, absolutely. Have a great, great day. And hopefully you guys will open up really soon. <laughs> okay take care of yourself thank you bye-bye okay, okay i think that's going to wrap it up for jenny's tablet tales today i hope you have an absolutely splendid day and i want to really thank you for joining me and i hope to hear from you and see you next time